Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm your host. My name is Kirk Smith, uh, and my co-host and buddy Graham K. Hello, everybody. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Autastic Podcast, the comedian's guide to living with loved ones with autism. Um, Kirk, you're on a ship as always. I'm back in in Brooklyn chilling no i feel like we switched um, positions because last time we talked i was on land in brooklyn that's right driving around the little green machine uh, playing basketball driving it to league games and then you were on the ships and now i'm on the ships you're driving the green well, machine yeah I, uh yep that's what's happening i drove it last night just to park it um it's very annoying and uh <laughs> shouldn't have bought a car what are you what are you gonna do you know what i mean um <laughs> Check engine light will not go off. Anyway, having a good time. Otherwise, you know, you got to take risks out there. Um, Kirk, how is JJ? How's your son doing? Uh, JJ's doing great. We had a little qu- quick call uh, yesterday. Uh, it was a silent uh, but deadly look he gives me. So every once in a while, they'll be completely silent. I will be talking to him, and he will be uninterested, just staring into into the void that is the Facebook video call thing he's just staring at me but doesn't say anything and mm-hmm. um but i think he's doing good we got a it's summer in sweden so he's got a one of his substitute caregivers which is uh you know a little not not his favorite change in routine but um i think he's doing good no. you know i think he's doing good uh, how's uh i'm looking forward to in three weeks i'll be in beautiful ottawa and i assume that uh Peter Parker Spider-Man will be at my Tuesday or Wednesday show before he does his big trip to the Big Apple. How's Peter? Um, he is he's doing great. Uh there no news. Um he's he he uh I'm not sure he fully understands that you're coming. I tried to explain to him, but um I, I was like, you know, Kirk's coming. He's going to he's going to probably hang he's going to take you out for lunch or something and he was like, "Okay." Anyway, well, look at my figurines. <laughs> he's moved around. His, he, then he, he turns around the camera on his phone and he shows me um, where his Star Wars figurines, how he's moved them. Uh, he's got uh, uh, he's scotch tape, dark Darth Vader's lightsaber to his side, just like it's in the movies. That's that's a new development. Okay. Um, like holstered it. He did, you know, that's, that's pretty fun. He's having fun I over like there it. playing with the figurines. Yeah. Um, I bought him a, uh, a, um, Ninja Turtles game for his, uh, Nintendo that I bought him over Christmas that he never uses. That was a lot of money. <laughs> so, uh, he seemed excited about that. I honestly think that he was thinking of canceling his trip to New York because he's coming with my parents to New York. And right. um, I think he was going to cancel, like make some uh, some excuse. But I told him that I bought him that game and I showed it to him. And now he is pumped to come to New York to pick up the game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, I thought he doesn't like these games. He does like the specific one. Well, I guess the ones I bought him, he's not su- super in love with. Okay. Um, and I couldn't find a Star Wars game for Nintendo DS. So, but I, I, I found, I finally found a turtles game like just in one of the genres he likes no i couldn't find a spider-man game that was it there was no spider-man game for nintendo ds that i could i could find but um maybe there is one now 
But anyway, I got it. You know, he likes Star Wars, Spider Man, and Ninja Turtles. Those are the three franchises that really gets the blood moving in old, in old Pete. So Besides, I found uh, Canadian Cops and Big Boy or Big Boss. That's yeah, yeah Uncle Big Boss from uh, the Canadian cartoon Cops, um, and also Biker Mike's from Mars toys, That's which I did try. Jeez, Louise. He did want those toys for a long time, but they like they they've obviously haven't haven't made them in thirty years because um, they're they're bad. But he uh, <laughs> but he wanted me to buy them off off eBay, and uh, they were very expensive, very 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 expensive because I guess th- you know they only existed for like a year or two, and um, so I, f- I convinced some, him some not other, to like some other fan did not want to part with them. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. I convinced him that they're not cool anymore and they're just for 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 kids. Got so it. now he's off Biker Mice Mars. Not now, we, you know. But um. But it, you know, Spider Man is very expensive. The figurines—they're more expensive than the Star Wars figurines. So that's a that's a new problem, because our friend uh, Greg Stone, who gave him free Spider Man figurines, <laughs> um, and and then he got him hooked on Spider Man figurines. And I th- didn't realize that was going to happen. I thought they'd be cheaper because they're they're newer. They're like twenty right. years newer. These figurines. Wasn't Greg Stone the one who posted these commodities? Yeah, these uh, the Matrix figurines that he posted that cost less now than they cost when they were new. (laughs) Wasn't that Greg? Greg? Uh, You just never know which of these figurines are going to blow up and which ones are going to blow out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a figurine guy. Very funny stand-up comic, Greg Stone. But uh, you know. Anyway, so that's that. That's what that's that. Pete's doing pretty well. He's having a decent summer. Uh, he's having his party coming up every year. My uh, mother organizes. My parents organize uh, his his group, his live work play group, to come up to the cottage and hang out. And usually about five or six of them come. And that's this Sunday. So Peter's a little pumped about that. Um, talked to him today and uh he really he went to go see the spider or the ninja turtles movie with his with his group last week so i think that's why he really liked the ninja turtles game i got him and he's pretty pumped about that did he ever it's get into the society's uh, i know this is a female thing but the barbie had did have canon stuff did he ever get in the barbie thing or not really no no my okay. my brother is is sexist um <laughs> it, it turns out it's like that's just for girls so, well, they they did whatever. name it at girls, but I thought, oh, who knows? And I thought, you know, you know, I want another one that has figurines. You know, uh, Indiana Jones also has figurines. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I wonder if he would like Indiana Jones. Maybe that's a new IP that we could get him into. Switch it up. It's, it's, it's very swashbuckly, very you know, kind of adventure. I think he. I don't know. It's, it's and it's easy to follow. Yeah, that's for sure. it's, exactly. <laughs> it's easy to follow. And there's bad guys yeah. and good guys. The bad guys look funny you know. and make weird faces. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can yep. tell that guy's bad. Look how look at that face he's making. <laughs> yeah, he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's actually a good idea. You know, because we're always looking uh, for new stuff. Because I wonder if you could introduce it to him with through the movie. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's still playing in theaters. We could go see it when he's here. Yeah, probably not by play- then. It's Whatever. playing out here. I'm on a ship that's got a theater, and so I'm, tr- I'm thinking about sneaking into the, the old movie theater tomorrow. Yeah, watch it. Oh, o'clock. yeah, go see it. Yeah. That'd be fun. It's, it's great when it's free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing sweeter than stolen Folks, fruit. 
Kirk loves free stuff more than uh, that's funny. anything. I think Kirk loves his son, his daughter, and then free stuff, <laughs> and then his parents. There's something about growing up really poor without that you have this poverty mentality that's not great. I wrote a new joke. I haven't tried it out, but the joke is uh, when I was living in L.A., very broke, newly single, and driving Uber, trying to date with no money. I told my buddies, like, uh, he's like, where'd you take this girl? Like, out to coffee. Oh, somewhere nice? No, I took her to a Starbucks. But what I didn't tell him was a Starbucks inside a grocery store, and we split the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really do that? Uh, no, I, but uh, but Eddie Eddie Dalsepi used to make fun of me and say, "Look at this guy! He takes girls to Gilson's and splits coffee with them." <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's where that came from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Eddie calls Eddie calls Kirk uh, for our listeners. Eddie Dalsepi, our, our friend, who's also a comedian, Very he calls funny. Kirk. He calls him Kirkland Kirk. <laughs> yeah, that, that made it my act me. too. Yeah. <laughs> That makes me laugh every time. Oh, so he goes, funny. hey, how's old Kirkland Kirk doing? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I used to have a joke. He also came up with the name of want. his podcast, Autastic. Yeah. For that joke, I do that part, and then I go, the Kirkland Kirk part, and I go, listen, you can call me whatever you want. I pull out that Costco card, any bar in the Midwest. Yeah, those single moms know. You go home with me, you leave in the morning with the case of toilet paper. <laughs> so stupid. This man is, <laughs> so stupid. This man has power. <laughs> yeah. that's so dumb <laughs> anyway yep. but uh well, but yeah they, they let they let us watch movies for free out here usually so yeah yeah that's what's going on but i think i think peter would like good old uh good old indiana jones yeah i think he would he's got too. a hat that's he's got idea. a whip he's got a gun uh got i forgot gun, to mention got, this yeah. uh jj you know we bought him those legos and he's uh They've assembled them all, and he's got them set up kind of like uh, Pete's got his set up. They're like on a shelf, and they're like in action poses, and they're not to be played with. He likes them in their position. It's really Amazing. cute, actually. Yeah, I try to like awesome. play with it. Like one of them's a garbage truck, and so I try to like, oh, look, the garbage truck's coming, and then he like puts it back, pushes me away, like don't touch my stuff, and puts it back the way it uh, was. Ah, <laughs> that's great. Well, he's got something he likes. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, Legos. Are I mean, fun. ten years ago, he would have tried to eat them, right? Not eat, but he would have, uh, yeah, tried to flush them down the toilet, or yeah, 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 just screamed at you and throwing the whole thing at you. Yeah, but now he wants yeah. them assembled in the right place, next to the Spider-Man car, which I have for him, which he was not as excited cool. about as the garbage truck. But uh, oh, that's another thing he might like, Peter. They make Spider-Man Legos, by the way. Anyway, something to think about. We the problem is is that. For some reason, we said Legos are for kids, or he got it in his head that Legos are for uh, kids. Okay, like got it. Like I'm talking like, like thirty years ago. You know, eight like nineteen years ago when he was twenty. Okay. When we still were thinking like maybe we, you know, we he could make a. He, he, we're trying to make. We we're trying to really focus on making him more adultish. Yeah. As as much as possible, and um. And it just wasn't, we, you know, not that we gave up, but we just sort of realized his, he is who he, who he is. And Well, you know, there's an interesting thing about, you know, we used to do a topic du jour. We don't do that anymore. But um, that is an interesting topic to talk about is the balance between uh, giving up, uh, accepting who he is, and trying to push him. You know, because Temple Grandin, who we've had uh, on this podcast, Jill Escher interviewed, 
talks about the loving push that, you know, you got to give these, these kids. But, um, I think the other flip side of that is there has to be an acceptance. I wrote a chapter in that yeah. first book I wrote about his, your dreams for him are not his dreams. Meaning, you know, you've got dreams for, I had dreams for my son to play college basketball and things like that. He doesn't care about that at all. He doesn't feel like he missed out. He doesn't feel like, you know, those were my dreams for him. Those are not his dreams for himself. So it is an interesting mm-hmm. thing, right? Where you're trying to like balance the, the the fact that you want him to grow, but you also want him to be himself and not, you know, he's not living his life for you kind of thing. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you it's feel like, interesting. do you feel like your parents, you know, your parents are in their seventies. Is that, is that right? Or am I mixed up? They're in their seventies. Yep. Do you yep. feel like they're, they've kind of made peace with that thing? That's kind of a thing I'm, you know, coming to the process yes. of making peace with. Yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely have. I, I, I think, um, I could see a change from when they were in their, uh, forties, right. f- early fifties to now, you know, I, I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I, uh, what, a memory that sticks out to me is we were on a ski trip. I must've been 10. He must've been seven or, or no, I actually, I was 13. I'm a 14. He must've been 11 ish. And we were walking back to the, sh- the chalet that we had rented. And Peter was off in his own world, you know, uh, stimming and walking ahead of us. And, um, my mom just kind of gave up telling him to stop, to like hold up and wait for us. Right. Um, and she was, she cried and she was like, this is, his, I think this is it. This is where, as far as he's going to go. Right. Um, and you know, and, and she was, she was crying and it, she wasn't drunk or anything. She it was midday and, and, um, now it's more of like, he is who he is and it's taken with a grain of salt and it's taken with like, um, she it's there's she finds a lot of humor in it you know she she loves him so much uh as much as ever but she's thinks it's you know if he says something or does something that's funny he's like she's like oh pete you know can't do that well i think it feels less uh, at least in my experience as a parent obviously your parents are way down the road from where i'm at but it feels almost, you know, it's it's both intimately, deeply personal because it's your son, but also less personal in the sense that it's another human being. And they do, you know, I'm sure you make a lot of decisions that don't, you know, your parents don't love. So it's just like, you know, this is a different person with or without autism. They're their own person. They're going to do their own thing. They've got their own ideas. So, yeah, you can you can be sad about it. Or you can accept that, yeah, this is another person who isn't going to make the same choices you would make. And that doesn't make them bad choices. They're just mm-hmm. different. So, mm-hmm. My sister was asking me about having, if I, if I had uh, genetic testing for JJ to determine if there's something else specific that they can, you know, that he might have a different condition. And um, it, it brought up an interesting topic of like, you know, why? What's the what's the point? What's the pur- what would the purpose of that be? You know, even if it's determined he's got a, an additional mm-hmm. condition, um, you know, she's like, well, you could attack it now versus later. And I'm like, you know, 
you know, this is my family, so we can joke around. So I was like, why? Because he's going to miss too much work? Like, because what are we talking about? What's the difference? So, you know, that, uh, you know, and of course you can joke different with family than than you can with with other people. But there's an acceptance where it's like, this is who he is. And go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, finish your thought. Sorry. I was going to say, this is who he is. And, you know, and I love him. And it's not, uh, he really needs to get a job. And I'd love I'd love for that to happen. I think it'd be healthy for him. I think it'd be encouraging for him. I think he'd pass the time better, but it's not going to affect how I feel about him or my love for him or or, uh, or or really his life that much, honestly. It's not like if he gets this job, he's going to buy a Ferrari and, and, you know, get married. So, yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, families families who, who have it in their family, you, we find it, in a weird way, the funniest because we've accepted it and we, we know we love them when we know it's not malicious. Like, uh, like I love totally, totally, totally. I love watching the parents in love on the spectrum on Netflix. That's who I empathize with. Like there's that one Australian guy and he's going on dates and he's talking about his ideal woman and his, and they're like at the kitchen table or at the the island in the kitchen, and the dad's just like, Pfft. I mean, you should just take any, you know, you should, <laughs> you got pretty high standards, buddy. He's like, I deserve high standards, and he's like, all right, and he's just laughing. He's like, oh, that's my, that's our guy, you know. We can't change him. <laughs> you just got, you know. And I, I thought it's so fun to see. I like, I liked seeing it because I know exactly what they're doing, you know. Yeah. And you can't you can't have that feeling around anybody else. I, I my one man show is about that and uh I think that a lot of people who don't grow up with autism in their life they they wonder if my show is making fun of people with autism which it's not but um yeah. Which is a crazy question so. to say even, yeah. Totally. Um yeah. well Kirk should we do in the news Um, I think we should I think it's I think it's about that time in the news time all right this is uh, from Fox News probably the first Fox News thing we've ever read Uh, it says researchers read a couple I have yeah Okay. Um, researchers (laughs) use artificial intelligence to help diagnose autism study says Researchers are proposing using artificial intelligence technology to help diagnose autism spectrum disorder. In a recent article published by Scientific Reports, researchers from Brazil, France, and Germany reportedly used magnetic (coughs) resonance imaging to train machine learning algorithm. The work, in which the quantitative diagnostic method is proposed, was based on brain imaging data for 500 people with more than 240 that had been diagnosed with autism. Um, We compared maps of people with and without ASD and found that diagnosis was possible using this methodology, he added. The machine learning spectrum was fed with the maps and the system was able to determine which brain alterations were associated with autism with above 95% mean accuracy with previous research proposes proposes methods for diagnosis autism based on machine learning the article notes it is often 
it, it often uses single statistical parameter that is not brain network uh, organization. I don't know what I just read. Um, California. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's it's a pretty short article, Kirk. Um, but it is. I'm, I'm generally scared. <laughs> I'm generally scared of autism. And or sorry, <laughs> artificial <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> artificial, please, artificial intelligence. <laughs> afraid of having oh it? Or which part are you afraid of? Oh, that's oh, well, the best Freudian you've ever had. I'm not afraid of having it, and I'm not afraid of it. Um, I'd be honored <laughs> to have it. I'm. I, I'd be I, honored I, to have it. There I'm you just, go. I would be honored to have it. I'd be in good company. Um, I still may. I still may. I have not gotten any official tests. It's I'm just, just I got a lot on my plate. Uh, um, <laughs> but anyway, I what I was gonna say is I'm generally weary of artificial intelligence. Weary, but yeah. this seems we say weary in England and Canada. But weary um, means you're tired, right? Oh, maybe I maybe I've been saying it wrong my whole life. Then never mind. Scratch that. Um, <laughs> you're scared of autism and you're tired. <laughs> I love I'm you, buddy. And what were you gonna say? Yeah. Weary definition. <laughs> weary means tired. Weary means yeah, scared or unsettled or you know, hesitant. Anyway, go ahead. I'm listening, buddy. Weary. Yeah, weary. Oh yeah, tiredness. Weary. Weary. Don't edit this either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. this is uh, this Here is one go. that Graham's learning on. See what it sounds like. This is Google. Weary. Ah, you're right. Jeez. Weary. Ah, no. I speak for a living. I think you've been saying it wrong, buddy. <sighs> respectfully. Listen, English my is my life. second language. I get it. It's hard. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know, every dog just, has his day. Just tell people you're uh you're French Canadian. <laughs> Man, oh, that's that stinks. Wary. Yep. Man. Well, I'm just like cover this you know, part I have of a learning later. disability, so I I, 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 I I mix up stuff all the time. Um you're, you're, making you're fun weary of, of being wary. And you're, you're a bad guy. Um, <laughs> I'm a bad guy. <laughs> you're punching down. You're a bad guy. Oh, I'm um, a bad guy. I'm just. I tried to help you and say I think you're mispronouncing a word. I'm just trying to help you out, buddy. Don't. Well, don't I'm weary, weary of this conversation. <laughs> oh, listen. I think the listeners are all weary. I'm weary of, of talking to you. <laughs> I'm also wary of artificial intelligence. Oh man. Um, Gr- but this segue. is great segue. A good. Thank you. This is a very. This is a positive development. Yeah, I think it's you know, good. I think uh, chat GPT on it. Yeah, at the, the very least, uh, you know, they're, they're already talking about doing this for scanning for lung cancer scans, uh, being able to detect anomalies, breast cancer scans as well. So, this is the next step. You know what I mean? Any sort of s- simple tests that we can run through Google that would uh, give people some peace of mind about what the next steps might be, I think is smart. Hmm. And, yeah. and would tell them there's no need to be wary. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 
That's what uh, I say. Where are you at um, this week, buddy? Oh, folks, this week I am going to be doing some colleges um, in the Midwest. Uh, but next, what I, what I, what I want to tell you about, folks, is in two weeks, uh, September 7th, 8th, and 9th, um, I'm going to be at the Alameda Comedy Club in California. That is, uh, that is, that is uh, basically in Oakland. California, San Francisco area, Bay Area. Um, that's September 7, 8, and 9th, Alameda Comedy Club. Alameda Comedy Club. Tickets can be found at grahamk.com. The following week, I'm going to be in New York City doing my one-man show, uh, Pete and Me. Uh, tickets are also available on my website, grahamk.com. Kirk, what's happening? Love it. I am in Ottawa. I'm going to try to be recording a... Uh, I've hired a crew. We are going to be recording something. Uh, if it is a um, special, will be determined on you guys. If it's good enough to put out, if, uh, if there's enough people to come out and we can uh, get something out of that, I will be there the 29th through September 5th. And then the next weekend... Uh, two weekends, excuse me. I will be in... Uh, Provo, Utah at Dry Bar. I think it's. I think they film at Wise Guys. I think there's a theater there. And no, it's uh, a small theater they film there. It's. it's, it's sorry. Fun. Okay, I got mixed up. Sorry. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I grew grew weary of my own uh, voice. Um, <laughs> it's a theater in Provo, Utah. If you're if you're around, we're gonna table a little Dry Bar thing. Uh, ideally, uh, the fifteenth. If you can get t- tickets to that, and then end of uh, or excuse me, the beginning of October, I'll be in Atlanta at the Atlanta Comedy Festival. Our Laughing School Comedy Festival in Atlanta, Georgia for four days, the 5th through the 9th, I believe. That's it. Guys, you'd do me a big favor. It would we really help it. me out if you would add me on Facebook and YouTube, Kirk Smith Comedy. Sorry, what were you going to say, bud? Nothing. Good to, good, good, for list, good for talking to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. You can do it. <laughs>